beautiful friends and welcome back to another episode a new season actually not even just a new episode a whole new season of sanctuary the podcast we have been off for a little bit but we are back and i am so excited to share my heart again with you guys my name is emily i am your host and this podcast really is just a safe space to have conversations from the soul it's funny because i just recorded this intro like two other times and I forgot my tagline. <laughs> That's how long it's been since I've podcasted. I miss you guys. I miss speaking from the soul, honestly. Um, so many people tell me how much they love my voice on this podcast. And number one, a lot of it is my mic. I have really great equipment because when I decided to do this, I knew I wanted to go all in and I wanted to create the best experience for you guys. But also besides that, I wholeheartedly believe that when I record any episodes, I truly like always make sure that I am like speaking from the heart. I always make sure that like it's my soul speaking. It's not just like physical Emily. It's like deep within Emily, you know? So like I never want to just come on here and just like literally talk everything that like comes out of me when I record these episodes I make sure that like I start my day in like a calming space I always make sure like that I meditate and make sure that like the right words just flow through me and I do prepare for these episodes because I care about the things that I say and I care about these episodes and I care about each and every one of you that are listening to this I honor each and every one of you for being on the journey that you are on so I'm excited to be back here sharing for the next season. I plan on doing, no, I don't plan on doing, I will do 10 whole new episodes and then I will take a break again and then we will go back in for season four with other guests and yeah, it's going to be great. I'm super excited. I love this space. Thank you guys for being a part of this space. This, uh, no, this actually, yeah, this is my first episode in the newly designed sanctuary. I recently went through another build out at the studio, which I have invested so much money into this space because it's funny. I was actually just doing a podcast interview with another girl who has her own podcast. And I was kind of sharing a little bit about the heart behind sanctuary. Now, it's been so many episodes. I don't even remember if I told you guys about the heart of sanctuary. So sanctuary is my studio that I recently opened and I opened this space. It's kind of very similar to why I started Sochuary, the podcast, actually. The reason why I have decided to create these safe spaces is because I've just been in not so safe spaces for so much of my life. And a lot of it was in the religious world. When I was a pastor's wife, I had to fit so many different molds that just one, weren't me, and two, no matter what I did, I was just never good enough. So being in that space really, really sucks. I, there were so many tables that I was like not welcomed at. I literally had a woman one time tell me, so we went to lunch with this couple, and I remember the woman was telling me, 
she was asking me about my life and all of that stuff and i already was like feeling so excluded from the christian world so excluded from being a pastor's wife i felt like i just never fit in so i remember just like i was like almost crying to her i might have actually cried to her just telling her how lonely i felt how unaccepted i felt and like it was just a really really lonely like journey so she was like oh my god i'm so sorry like i'm here for you blah 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 all these things i was like oh my god i might actually finally have a friend in the ministry world so i remember we go back to the conference that we were at and i'm like yes i finally have somebody to sit with thank god like i don't have to sit at this thing by myself because they separated the woman from the men so i go obviously to sit at her table and she turns around and tells me, I'm sorry, but there's no more space here. I, <laughs> I like gasped inside. One, I was already like this really shy, introverted girl. And two, I had just like expressed like intense vulnerability to you. And I, I felt like my heart was just like crushed. I was just like, that was like, me i felt like i was in a mean girl like movie i couldn't like believe that that had just happened to me so i went over to another table and thankfully like another set of ladies let me sit with them but i just remember leaving that experience and because of that i was like i never want to make somebody feel like they're not included or like if they're not good enough to sit at my table so ever since then, I always knew I wanted to create my own experiences, my own tables, my own spaces for people to feel safe and feel like they can be themselves. That's why I'm such an advocate for like being kind to others, treating others with love. And looking back, yes, I know that like I'm sure these ladies, who knows? It could have been like insecurities. It could have been, who knows? everybody's trying to mark their place in the world so who knows what it could have been but for me from what I took from that experience is I never want to be like that ever so because of that I started Sanctuary the podcast and I opened Sanctuary the studio so all that to say you know our hardships really can be used for good and I would go through all of the things that I went through just to be where I'm at all over again I would be rejected a thousand times again just so that I can learn to accept myself that was actually something really really huge I feel like I was rejected so much even from my past partner I felt rejected over and over and over again I never felt like I was good enough and that happened to me so much that I had no choice other than to choose myself other than to accept myself so sometimes we go through these things. We have to be knocked down in order to pick ourselves up, in order to fall in love with ourselves and get to know who it is exactly that we are. So our heartache, heartaches, our times that we feel like we're not enough, our actual crucial moments for us to regain our strength, for us to get to know who it is that we are, for us to be these powerful, beautiful beings that we are. On today's episode, I actually want to talk to you guys about hard truths that keep us from evolving. Because if it weren't for me changing that perspective, that those things, those things didn't happen for me for no reason. 
everything is always happening to us for a reason but it's up to us to change our perspective and see those things for good and do something with our hurt and our pain for me i could have stayed stuck in those stories and those narratives that i kept telling myself that i'm not good enough forever but instead i decided to pick myself up and tell myself that i am worthy of so much more i decide the way that others can treat me i decide the way that i feel about myself when i change that narrative about myself and knowing that i am enough everything in my life changed that was when i decided to leave my marriage because mind you i have never actually said this but two years before i left my marriage my ex-husband actually tried to leave me first and i i just remember not being ready i didn't feel worthy enough to live my life without him because for me i felt like i was nobody without him i felt like emily was literally nobody because all i ever knew was my life with him and i felt like I actually never felt enough with him, but for some reason, that marriage was like a crutch for me. It was like, okay, I have a church with him. We're doing things, so I feel significant enough, even though he didn't make me feel significant. But it wasn't until I realized that I make myself feel significant enough. It's in the things that I do and in the things that I can do that I can feel enough. I don't need anybody to make me feel enough. Because in that marriage, I felt so lonely for so many years. So, so many years. It was almost like I literally was suffering in silence. Like, he barely even knew of all the things that I went through. Like, I went through so much time of, like, depression, loneliness, sadness. Um, just, like, having those really intrusive, depressing thoughts that I used to have when I was a teen came back. And I just never felt safe enough to express them nor did I feel like he ever cared. So I forgot where I was going with all of this, but yeah, I just feel like my life has changed so much when I decided to accept these truths. Then that's when my life decided to evolve. It was when I decided to make the hard decisions that weren't so easy. It's in the hard decisions that change our lives. If we don't make these hard decisions, we stay stuck wherever it is that we we are and we have no change because you are the change it's in your choices and your decisions that changes can happen the first reason the first truth of what keeps us from evolving is you actually are in your own way you won't let the idea of yourself evolve because you're so stuck in being comfortable thinking of yourself the way that you were three, five, ten years ago because that's how other people are comfortable seeing you. So you're stuck in this narrative of what others think of you. You were too afraid to show others who you actually want to be. You're so stuck in what other people think of you. It's kind of like me staying in that marriage. I was like, oh my God, I can't be alone because people are going to think really shitty of me not being people are going to think I am nothing without 
my ex-partner. That's how, or at least that's how I felt. So that's why I think whenever he wanted to leave me, I wasn't ready. I don't know. I just didn't have the power within myself to be accepted with the, within the world as myself. So it wasn't until I did that inner work and I decided I am enough and I don't need anyone to complete me because I complete me. No partner can do that for me. I make the choice to complete me. And it is through the work that I put in to heal myself that I can complete myself. So let go of that idea that others have of you. And be okay with embracing the person that you are or the person that you want to be. Step into your power. Another truth that is hard for us to grasp is you choose what you think should be right than what actually is. You're more loyal to the ideas you have about things rather than being honest about you about how you really feel about these things. A lot of times we like to bypass our gut feelings about things because we want to believe the best or because we want something other than the truth to be true. So we believe whatever it is that we want to believe about other people. You know, I, in my head, because I'm going back to my marriage, because that's probably one of my greatest lessons in life. And those were some of the hardest truths that I had to learn. I used to think that because my ex was a pastor and he helped so many people and blah, 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 that he was this amazing person and I can never do that I can never leave him I couldn't accept the fact that he actually cared or at least I felt as if he cared so little about me so it was like on the inside I felt so alone and so uncared for so unworthy but on the outside I told myself what you feel is not true because of what he does for others but yet there was a lack of what he did for me I wasn't taken care of, but because of what I wanted to believe, I wanted, I didn't want to have a failed marriage. I believed otherwise. And I told myself the opposite of what was true. Same with other friendships that I have had because of the few little things that they, the few little good things that they did for others. I held on to that rather than what they had done to me. So like I held on to the truth of what I wanted that friendship to be rather than of what it really actually was. So a lot of times we're just holding on to the stories and the narratives of what we wish people could be. But that doesn't mean that you have to accept the way that they treat you. It doesn't mean you have to bypass your gut feeling. Your gut feeling is what's true. It's what we should listen to. It's our guide. Rather than the thoughts that we're thinking, because we can choose again what we decide to choose or what we decide to label as right. Another hard truth for us to accept would be you haven't taken full responsibility for your life. Ah, This is a lot of us. (laughs) You are still waiting for something to come by and change the way that you feel. 
you're waiting for the next big thing or you're waiting for somebody to come into your life to be happy you're waiting for the perfect job in order to be happy you're waiting for for you to have the perfect car in order for you to be happy you're waiting for so many exterior things in order to be happy and so many times we choose to suffer because we can't find joy in the now we're constantly searching for the external things we're constantly searching for other things to make our lives good not realizing that our lives are in our hands maybe not our lives exactly but the way we react to our lives that is a choice those feelings that you feel navigate through them learn them study yourself if you are feeling anything other than peace or joy then we have things to work through and work through them because our natural state of being is at peace is aligned is joyful and yes we are human we feel so many other things but those so many other things that we feel are guides to lead us back home to ourselves to feel fulfilled to feel aligned to feel at peace to feel joy so we need to take our lives into our own hands and stop blaming the external as to why we aren't happy you can be happy happiness is a choice yes it's so much easier to not be happy I can think of a hundred things already that happened to me today in order for me to not be happy. We can always think of excuses to not be happy. But the same goes the other way. We can think of a hundred million reasons why we could be happy. I'm breathing. I have AC where I'm at. I have a car. I have a roof over my head. I am healthy. I have a family. There's so many reasons why we can be happy. And if you're not, that's okay. If you're not happy, it's completely okay. I'm not saying that you have to be this happy person. What I'm saying is it is your responsibility to work for your happiness because if you don't work for your happiness, nobody else will. I lived there for so long where I was like I felt like I had no reason to be happy. until i decided to take my life into my own hands until i decided to take responsibility for my life and know that my happiness is my own and it's that much better when you work for your happiness when you find reasons or find little things to be happy about just the other day i posted um on one of my instagram stories about how the little things make me happy and i posted like a rainbow it was like the whole rainbow it was just so beautiful like to walk in meanwhile it's funny because that's literally a description of life it was like very cloudy and very dark but there was this beautiful rainbow it's like do you choose to see the darkness and see the clouds or do you choose to see the rainbow that's at the end of it at the end of every storm life is giving us lessons all every day and in throughout life so it's up to you to see the beauty of life to make that choice to make that shift in your perspective
that you are going to choose to see the good in all things. You know, I tell people this all the time, but I would live my life all over again in order to be exactly where I am because I needed each and every single lesson in order to be where it is that I am. I would not have any growth. I would not accept and love myself as much as I do if it weren't for all the things that I had been through. So I'd go through them all over again. So life is about choosing a different perspective. It's about creating your own happiness. It's about creating your own joy. And you know, I've realized that a lot of that begins with starting your day off on the right foot. It's waking up and having quiet time for yourself. You know, whenever I wake up and I'm like so rushed, it's not going to be a good day. I mean, obviously I can change my mood, but it's a lot harder to change it when you've already started it off on the wrong foot. So I think it's important to have like a morning routine, wake up a little earlier, whatever it is. Whenever I meditate and make sure to journal, I am in such a better space in order to choose to be happy that day it's so much easier for me to make those decisions to shift that perspective whenever I begin my day in an aligned space so I highly recommend starting off your day having a morning routine whatever that is for you create that another hard truth that keeps us from evolving is we accept what we're taught even when it doesn't feel right You're more trusting of other teachings that don't even make sense to you or religion, let's say, just because you knew it first, not because it resonates or that it helps you in any actual way. I remember for years, (laughs) okay, so when I was a teen, I, I remember, okay, So in church life, they teach you that like sex is bad. You should not have sex outside of marriage at all, ever. Everything is off limits completely. So for a lot of years, I remember I got myself a purity ring because of what church taught me. And, you know, I remember being with like my ex-ex-boyfriend at the time. And I was like, we cannot have sex. I have a purity ring even though we had already had sex. Sorry, mom and dad. I mean, you kind of already knew this. But I remember stopping myself from like a natural behavior, which everyone has their opinion to this. Don't don't get mad at me, but I do believe that sex is a natural thing. And I don't think it should be like, What's the word? I just don't think like we should be told to not do things because whenever we're told to not do things, we're going to want to do that. So even like with my marriage, because of the whole Christian thing, again, we suffered a lot in our sex life, in our marriage. So and that was all because of what religion told me to believe, not because of what I believed, because What I have believed always is that like sex is a natural thing. It is a gift and it is something to be used to connect with self and your partner. And now they say like you shouldn't do it outside of marriage, whatever, blah, blah, blah. For me, I don't think you need to be married to do it. I just think you need to be connected to somebody because if you're not connected to somebody, I think it's such a sacred thing 
that I don't know. It's just it's just like a connectedness that you have. It's a beautiful experience that we are actually told to not have for so many years. So that's just like a little example of something that we accept and like we believe because of what others tell us, but yet we're fighting the urge for it and we're like really resisting and really having a hard time. That's like gay people when it comes to religion. They're told you're not allowed to be gay, but then they go to church and church tells them, you cannot be who you want to be, let's say. So then they're like hiding in the closet for years and years and years and they're not experiencing their lives because of what they're taught and with what religion teaches them. So I think it's important to live our lives true to ourselves. No matter what others tell us, no matter what religion teaches us, be a good person. That's really what life is all about. Staying true to yourself and being a good person. Loving yourself so that you can love others. Treating others in a kind, respectful way. These hard truths are actually why we're being held back and we won't let go of things. This is why we won't make strides in our lives because we're so stuck on being comfortable. We would rather be comfortable than have change in our lives. We'd rather remain. It's funny because we think that we're being comfortable by staying in the comfort of whatever it is that we are, but it's actually just as uncomfortable staying in an unhappy place than it is to make a change. For example, people leaving relationships Again, I can talk about this because I had to leave an uncomfortable situation and it was scary and it was hard. And I, for the past like almost two years, I've dealt with a lot of trauma. I've dealt with a lot of like heartache. I've dealt with a lot of going to therapy. I've dealt with a lot of times of like just crying and loneliness and just like so many emotions. Thank God for my angel of a boyfriend who has been there for me for so much of it and who's helped me heal. If it weren't for the relationship that I am in right now, I would not have healed from so many things. And I wouldn't be in the best space that I've ever been if it weren't for me putting myself in uncomfortable positions Changing my whole life was one of the hardest things I've ever done. It wasn't comfortable. It didn't seem messy on the outside, but on the inside, it was actually a lot, a lot of heartache, a lot of going through the roller coaster. I dealt with a lot personally, internally. Um, again, therapy really... And truly is what like helped me so much. And then just having a boyfriend, having a partner who accepted me in and through everything. There were countless times that I would be crying on his shoulder and just expressing to him how I felt and what I had gone through and like how just I went through so many emotions. So sometimes we have to get uncomfortable in order to be comfortable. And realize that we are not, that our happiness comes before that uncomfortability. That whenever we step into the unknown, beautiful things can happen. And as humans, I can say we always figure it out. 
If you want to figure things out, you will. So step into the unknown. Leave what doesn't serve you anymore. Because it's always worth it. If you're not happy in something, you're already uncomfortable. So why not step into more uncomfortability that's actually going to bring you more comfortability? We think staying is going to keep us safe and comfortable, but it's really not. I would rather live my life knowing that I chased after everything I ever wanted rather than living my life in regret or living my life with I wish. I've read so many articles or watched so many like stories of people and all that they say on their deathbed is like, I wish, I wish I would have, I wish I would have this, I wish I would have that. So when you have the choices, make the choices that serve you, make the choices that make you happy because it's worth it. Another hard truth that keeps us from evolving is we believe all that exists is right in front of you. We think that we are stuck and our situation is all that it is. We believe that we don't deserve more than what it is that we already have. For so many years, I thought I would never find somebody that could love me the way that I deserve to be loved. And that was because I didn't love myself enough. I always knew what kind of relationship I wanted, but I settled and stayed in the one that, was, that I was in because I thought that was all that was there for me. I didn't think there was more for me. I thought that was all I deserved. I was like, okay, this is what it is for my lifetime. And yes, sometimes it's good to be, it's always good to be content with what is, but always know that what is, is up to you. You decide whether what is, is good enough. And there's a balance there, I think. I think there's a balance where we can't be too unhappy with like everything, but we also can't be too content with everything. I think it's finding that inner strength and getting to know yourself and allowing yourself to navigate you to whatever it is you're supposed to go in life. For me, the more I gotten to know myself, the more I know what it is that Emily wants, the more that I know what it's true to me. And that is how me and my relationship with my boyfriend, I know that it's true. I know that it makes me feel safe. I know I feel grounded. I feel aligned. Another hard truth that keeps us from evolving is we're so afraid of being judged. And why are we afraid of being judged? Because we judge ourselves. So that because we judge ourselves, we end up judging others. I've been judged so much that that is one thing I do not want to do. You know, after all of my experiences with church life and ministry and all of that, like, oh my God, I got shunned so many times and I was told I was not good enough so many times. So again, that's why I created the life that I have. And anyone that I come across, I'm kind to. I have zero reasons to judge anyone or think anything of anyone because that's not my life. That is their life. What they choose to do with their lives, it's their lives. Besides that, anytime we are jealous of others, it's just a reflection of what we wish and want in our lives. 
So usually we just turn that into judgment. We start judging others, but really deep down, it's that we want our their lives or we can't understand how they have the lives that they do. Because deep down, it's something that we want usually. I'm here to remind you that you can do anything that you want. You can have anything that you want. It's just up to you to make the choices to be in that space. Another hard truth that keeps us from evolving is we want to remain safe. There's only the idea of what is safe. Nothing is actually safe. And you get to choose what you based your comfortability on. So this idea of being safe, yes, it is a feeling. Yes, it is a knowing. But nothing is actually truly really safe. I think of me and my relationship. I feel so safe in my relationship. I feel so grounded, so centered, like I said. I feel the safest I have ever been with a partner. But even that, anything can happen with it. In my marriage, I felt safe of the idea of marriage, thinking that neither one of us would leave each other because we are married. But guess what? My ex tried to leave me and then I left him. I honestly think the safest thing that we can do is remain true to ourselves. And to live our lives as fulfilled as we can. That is the safest thing that you can do. It's to love every minute of your life or try to love every minute of your life. Make as many moments joyful, as joyful as you can, because nothing is promised. Life is so short. Life is so fragile. Accept yourself. Love yourself. That is the safest place that you can be. You are your safest home, and you create that. You can't create that in others because you will constantly get disappointed the external is always going to be happening to us, but it's up to us to remain in that safe space within. I hope you guys loved episode one. I am so excited to be back. Next week, I will be having a little convo with RJ, my boyfriend, about relationships. So I am super excited for you guys to tune in for that. I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time.